Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, René Claure, from Bolivia. Along with bringing you updates on critical events happening around the world, we are also fortunate to have the chance to dial in our local ELA lawyers practice on the ground in these jurisdictions and are working daily to help their local clients move through these difficult times. Today, we're going to be catching up with our members in Colombia. Joining us today on the program is Carolina Camacho, partner at Posa Herrera Ruiz from her offices in Colombia. How are you doing, Carolina? Fine, thank you, Rene. Nice to hear you. Thanks for being in this space. With the emergence of teleworking, remote work, or distance works, employers face important challenges and new difficulties. The active promotion of work-life balance is relevant for the creation of a new work environment that is attractive, responsible, healthy, and that has a positive social impact. In this context, to prevent the deterioration of work-life balance, the right to disconnect has captured the attention of governments, employers, and employees who are currently analyzing the best way to deal with this employment matter. Within this context, today, Carolina Camacho will speak to us about the right to disconnect in Colombia. Carolina, is there a regulation in Colombia for labor disconnection? Yes, René. We do have a regulation in Colombia regarding the right to disconnect. First, since the beginning of the pandemic and the consequent application of distance work modalities, a discussion started in Colombia on the importance of regulating the right of employees to disconnect from work in order to balance work with family life and rest. The first reference was included in a guideline of the Ministry of Labor called Circular 41 of June 2020. In that guideline, the Ministry of Labor mentioned that employers should avoid contacting employees outside the work shift, and that there should be limits regarding the sending of emails or WhatsApp messages, among other issues, in order to respect the right of the employee to have work-life balance and conciliate their family intimacy rights with their right to work. Later, we had Circular 64 of 2020. In that new guideline, the Ministry of Labor against mentioned the need to limit the possibility of employers to reach or require employees to work outside the maximum work schedule or outside their work shift. Then we have on year 2021, this year, Law 2088 that regulated or generated a legal framework for the work from home. In that law, in Article 4, it was established a first definition of the right to disconnect as a warranty and right of all employees to enjoy their rest time, permits, holidays, vacations, and leave in order to balance their personal, family, and work life. On the other hand, employers shall refrain from giving orders or other requirements to the employees outside the working hours. However, it was only until December this year that our Congress drafted and approved a bill of law that is not 
signed by the president, but was already approved. And we expect to have it published in the governmental news in the near future. And it's called the law of the right to disconnect. So we have two guidelines given by the Ministry of Labor and two different pieces of law that were approved by the Congress where there's a definition of the right to disconnect. Perfect, Carolina. So Colombia has new regulations, a new law that is specifically related to labor disconnection. But what do employers need to do? How do they understand this labor disconnection? What is labor disconnection under the light of Colombian law, Carolina? Well, the right to disconnect is the right of all employees to have no contact by means of technological tool to attend to work matters during hours outside the ordinary working schedule or the maximum legal work schedule, vacations or rest periods, which means that the employer must abstain from contacting employees and giving orders to them while employees are under rest time or license or vacations or whatever. So it's a negative conduct, you know, it's an abstention. The employer should not reach the employee and the employee has the right for not attending or answering the request of the employer if it is a request that was sent while they were on the rest time. Very clear, Carolina. And within a company, we usually have different types or categories of employees. Does labor disconnection apply for all categories of employees? That's a very good question, Rene, because first of all, I will need to explain that we have two categories of employees in Colombia. Regular employees that are kind of blue collars employees, and we have trust and management employees. Trust and management employees are those that have a level or position in the company that have the possibility to instruct other employees, give orders, and represent the employers. So the right of disconnect have certain exceptions. And one of the exceptions is trust and management employees. So trust and management employees cannot allege their right to disconnect for not being available if there's a need of the company that requires them to work on the rest end. Additionally, it is important to highlight that it doesn't matter the category of the employee. If there's a, an emergency, an urgency, a force majeure scenario, an act of God scenario, all employees have a loyalty and a solidarity obligation. So they should attend if they are called to whatever is the need of the employer in that situation. Additionally, there are certain businesses or activities that implies that all employees in all levels should be available at any time, like policemen, public order officials, mayors. So the right to disconnect in Colombia will have some exceptions that consider the category of the employee or the circumstance that make the employer call the employee. Perfect, Carolina. Thank you for your answers. And since we have new regulations in Colombia, what are the new obligations that arise for employers in light of this new regulation? In addition to the principal obligation that is not reaching 
regular employees while they are under rest time, license, vacations, etc. There's an obligation to design and implement an internal policy of disconnection from work that must have at least three chapters, and those chapters should be, first of all, one regarding the different warranties and guidelines that the employer will put in place in order to protect the right of employees to get disconnected. Those guidelines should include limits regarding the use of information and communication technologies in after hours, after hours of work. Additionally, there should be a chapter with a procedure for employees to file complaints regarding non-compliance of the right to disconnect from work. These complaints can be anonymous and in any case must be attended and processed by the employer. There's a third chapter that is a procedure for investigating the different complaints that employees may bring when they think their right to disconnect is not being warranties. There should be some methods for resolution of conflicts and mechanisms for carrying out the investigation of the situation. So basically, the principal obligation is not reaching the employee after hours and second, putting in place a policy. Attention employers in Colombia. New obligations are in place and they must be fulfilled. But what happens in case of breach, Carolina? What are the consequences if an employer does not guarantee the labor disconnection? Well, there are different type of consequences. One, obviously, is the possibility for the employee to go before the labor authority, the Ministry of Labor, and denounce the situation, and that may trigger an investigation that can end up with a penalty for the employer company which will consist of a fine, which amount will range from one minimum monthly wage up to 5,000 minimum monthly wages, which is around $1 million, the maximum fine. Additionally, employee can allege that he is a victim of harassment, and therefore, the case will be processed through the cohabitation committee and through the authorities of a harassment situation. In order for it being classified as harassment, the non-compliance with respect to the right to disconnect has to be permanent. It cannot be just one time because harassment conducts as per Colombian laws need to be continuous in time. Additionally, if the employee suffers any kind of accident or illness derived from a situation where there is a non-compliance to the right to disconnect, the employee can allege that there's guilt of the employer in order to recover and ask for the payment of damages, material and moral damages. And lastly, but not less important, is the possibility for employees to allege that there's an indirect dismissal because there's a non-compliance of the employer of one of the obligations, which is the right to disconnect, and therefore the employee can allege that he will retire from work and that he wants to receive the payment of the indemnification for termination without cause because they will allege a constructive dismissal. 
Excellent, excellent. Thank you very much, Carolina. This has been a very interesting discussion. Thank you so much for your time. You have provided us with a complete, comprehensive, and clear advice. Thank you, Carolina. You're welcome, René, and I'm very glad to be with all of you and in the ELA podcast. If you would like to connect with Carolina Camacho from Pos Herrera Ruiz or any of our lawyers around the world, please search for them on the ELA website at ELA.law, where you can sign up to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars and on-demand content from our online library, or access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Brené Claurian. Thank you very much for listening.